Up next, the AM Kevin Show with your host, Kevin Shorey. But first, we would like to tell you a little bit about Kevin Shorey Ministries. 38 years ago, Kevin Shorey felt the calling to use his talents as a singer, songwriter, and evangelist to help fulfill the Great Commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Today, Kevin Shorey Ministries is continuing this mission through television, radio, social media, streaming, music, and evangelistic services. During the show, Kevin will tell you how you can help him spread the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. Won't you consider helping us in this great cause? Thank you. Now, sit back and enjoy this edition of A.M. Kevin. The following program is presented by Kevin Shorey Ministries, whose mission is to fulfill the Great Commission by spreading the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. What time is it? Why, it's time for A.M. Kevin! That's right. From Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, it's time once again for another edition of A.M. Kevin. Starring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire A.M. Kevin Club gang. And now, from the A.M. Kevin Studios, located in Stonebridge Books and Gifts in beautiful Ashland City, Tennessee, reaching coast to coast and around the world, with the message that Jesus is the answer for this world today, is your host, Kevin Shorey. I'm glad it's my show. I can do whatever I want. The <laughs> I forgot to put batteries. I'm so, I, I'm like, not totally nervous, but I guess kind of, because there's a legend in the house. There is an icon, a gospel icon in the house, and it doesn't happen every day here on the AM Kevin Club. And I'm glad you're watching today, because it's going to be a great show. Of all the things I connected on my ear. It's going to be a fantastic show, because if it starts with me bumbling, you know the rest of the show is going to be marvelous. So get ready. We've got a great show. Joel and Christy Hempel are here. The Hempels are here. Well, let's see. Hold on. Here we go. Kevin Shorey. That's right. The Hempels are here. They're going to sing a song. Are you ready? Get them up there. Let's go Go ahead and get on up there. We're going to sing a song. I'm so glad you're watching today. Look at all who's in the house today. Louisiana's in the house. California's in the house. Arkansas, Missouri, Texas is in the house. Tennessee, of course. Wisconsin, you're all here. Dave and Barb and Lyle and Darris and, and Larry and uh, Charlene and uh, Andrew, Judith and Ray. I'm glad you're watching today. I'll, I'll have time to fix this while we watch. Uh, we're talking the greatest. Uh, I'm t you know the songs. 
pity the man. Consider the lilies. Uh, he's still working on me. I mean, you know the songs. You have watched him on the Gaither vocal uh, vo- videos for years. Uh, there, this is not a uh, an exaggeration when you say some a group that has eight Dove Awards, ten nominations, uh, the BMI Award of Excellence for songwriting. I mean, you name it, they've done it. They are, uh, travel still around the world, and uh, I'm so honored that they're here today. I'm going to fix all this while they sing this wonderful song, and I hope and pray that you will not only listen, but you'll enjoy and you'll be ministered to. This is a great song. I've heard it already. It's called I've Already Tried. Here is Joel and Christy Hempel. Yay! sail my boat with pride thinking it could never sink I was wise in my own wisdom strong in my own strength rough billows I encountered and the river was too wide I can't make it by myself cause I've already tried well I've already tried I can't make it by myself stars they steer by the master of the sea he has promised safe arrival over on the other side I can't make it by myself church I've already tried well I've already tried I can't make it by myself so I'll lean on Jesus all the days that I
awesome. Thank you. That's the the Hempills, Joel and Christy Hempill. And now you know what it's time for. It's time. Larry, take it from here. Oh, Larry. It's time now for Kevin's Soapbox. News, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Now, here's Kevin. This just in, I'm on my soapbox with one of the, it's going to be one of the best programs we've ever done, for sure. On my soapbox, you can tell because I'm on a box that says soap. Today in 1945, the atomic bomb was dropped. That's right, dropped on Hiroshima, or some say Hiroshima. Today... Uh, I saw on the news yesterday an area where uh, the bomb had dropped in Hiroshima, and now there's a garden and waterfalls, and and uh, what was the devastation and what was horrible, they have now made beautiful with gardens and growth, and it just reminded me of what God does for all of us. No matter how devastated we may feel, no matter how dark and hopeless things may be, how your life may seem right now, God can make all things new if you'll let him today. He'll give you joy. You know, I also noticed that today, Lucille Ball would have been 110 years old. It's her birthday today for Lucille Ball. Who doesn't like I Love Lucy? Something's wrong with them if they do not like I Love Lucy. But she, uh, she brought so much joy, but nothing can compare to the, do- the joy that Jesus will bring to you when you turn your life over to him. He'll take your torn and broken life if you give it to him. And he will bring true, everlasting joy, more joy than Lucille Ball could bring you. And he'll bring beauty. He, the Bible tells us this, bring beauty for ashes. That's what I thought of when I thought about the anniversary of the atomic bomb today. That's my soapbox, and I'm sticking to it. Take me out, Larry. Oh, Larry. You got to be faster, Larry. This concludes this edition of Kevin's Soapbox, thought-provoking news, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Kevin's Soapbox is a regular feature of the AM Kevin Show. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Yes, I hope... Yes, I hope you enjoyed it uh, today. And if you don't know Jesus, this is a good time to accept him. Because the Bible tells us now is the day of salvation. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. And he's right there with you. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. And he's knocking at the door of your heart. If you'll just open it up, he'll come in. You know, sometimes I ask people to accept Jesus at the end of the program. But I, I feel the Lord wants to move inside of you. There's a great song. Oh, yeah. Joel Hempel wrote it called Consider the Lilies. And if you consider how he cares for all of us, and he'll take what's wrong and make it right, he'll do it for you. No matter what your circumstance, no matter what the situation, Jesus will be there for you. And that's why we're even here today. And uh, speaking of that great, wonderful, classic song, I do believe they're going to sing it for us. I know Northern Ireland now is in the house. Canada is in the house. They're watching from all over the world for this program today. And uh, I'm so excited. Uh, You don't even... 
you couldn't know how excited I am, especially this song. This song, since I was, and I'm not trying to make you feel older or anything, but I mean, since I was a little boy, this song has been the song that my parents sang, my uncle sang. Uh, I think my grandmother even played it on the piano. Uh, and it's just one of those songs, uh, uh, 300 or more you've written, I think it is, maybe even, I'm sure even more. And uh, there's so many to even describe, but this is definitely at the top of the list. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Joel and Christy Hemphill, consider the lilies. Consider the lilies, they don't toil nor spin, but they're not a clicking with more splendor than them. Consider the sparrows, they don't plant. So, but they're fed by the master watching them. We have the heavenly Father above.
great song got a great song and the crowd goes wild <laughs> blesses me so much y'all want to come on make your way over here to the talk set and we're going to talk a spell and then have y'all sing it yeah bring your mics on over and and uh it is amazing how his eye is on the sparrow i recorded that on my newest cd his eyes on the sparrow is one of our family favorites and one of our uh i think one of the all-time best songs but isn't it great? Uh, I recorded that, and and uh, God leads us along on the, my new CD. Two great songs that proves it, and, and it's from Scripture that God cares for us, and He will take care of us. And uh, Jesus Himself said it. Consider the lilies. Do you remember when you wrote that song? And oh, yeah. how was it, were you reading the Scripture? Do you hear a sermon, or how did it inspire you oh, to write? I just I've always been blessed by those verses. All yeah. the verses in the Bible, but this uh, particular uh, verse or several verses talks about the lilies and, and uh, the sparrows, and, and you know they God takes care of them. That's, he, that's what yes, he does all about. And you don't ever see them out plowing or hoeing or sowing seed or anything, but they've got plenty to eat. And yeah. So it's comforting to me to know that we have a heavenly Father of love. Yes, sir. Amen. And we've never seen the righteous forsaken right. or a seed begging bread. That is so true. Now, you come from humble beginnings, and we have a lots of Louisiana. We have a lot of Cajuns watching us. Would you call yourself a Cajun? or? Well, I was from North Louisiana. Oh, well. They think we're Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. Were you uh, born and raised in church, or how did you yeah, come to the Lord? Yeah, my dad was a minister long before I was born. Oh, okay. Yeah, and had uh, 14 children, do you believe? I was number Whoa. I was number 10. All right. And there were four more after me. So uh, we always had a good Sunday school class. Yeah, oh yeah. Know, uh, the pastor was always yeah. happy, yes, that uh, Sunday school was keep, full. Your keep dad. Sunday school full. But uh, my dad was a real man of God, a minister of the gospel. And he wanted his boys, he had four, yeah. all to, to preach. And we wow. all did. Wow. And so, anyway, then I had some precious sisters that married preachers. And there you go. So it's wow. just kind of It a, was a given. Yeah. Well, it's. I, I read that you were saved when you were 10 years old. What took you so long? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Uh, <laughs> well, I, I had to do what everybody else did. I had to repent. You had to repent. That's right. Well, that's a good comeback for sure. Uh, what flavor uh, church was? What did, were you raised in? Were you Pentecostal? I had a whole bunch of Baptists in here. Please tell me you were Pentecostal. Yeah, we were uh, <laughs> Pentecostal. And I loved them, but mm -hmm. I'm ready for some of my people. All right. <laughs> Pentecostal. Pentecostal, wonderful. But we didn't play much on the label, you right? Know. Yeah, that, that was wasn't the main thing. No, really. no. And you go to heaven, they'll all, all the tags and labels will be torn off. I think so. If you go to the other place, they'll be burned off. So either way, you know. Either way, <laughs> labels are not going to matter, are they? No, sir. 
no, you don't want that. And so uh, from, did you know from the time you were saved or even probably the time you were in church before uh, that you were going to write songs and sing and travel the world? And Well, um, I got on up in my teen years. Yes, sir. And I had a friend over visiting with me one day and we were listening to the radio and a country singer came on and he was from West Monroe. Yeah. And my dad looked at this friend of mine and said, my son Joel could do this if he'd get the girls off his mind. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's those girls that always, uh, uh, yes. Uh, that was in my teens. And yes, sir. Then, of course, married at, at 17. Married at 17, yeah. of course. That's what everybody did back in That's right. your generation. That's right. I wish there was a lot more marrying, actually. We need more more kids. I love kids. I love the family. I believe God makes families to expand yes. the kingdom of God. And so I'm all about that. But don't get me started there. Uh, so... I mean, once you're married and start to have kids, did you just started traveling? And uh, well, uh, uh, we, how did that evolve into the hemp pills? After we married, yes, sir. This, uh, you know, began began to be real dissatisfied with the route I was taking. Not that I was not, I was, not I was saved. Yes, sir. But I was working in a parts. I was uh, bookkeeping for a parts company, and. You know, that was okay. I worked with some good people, and and it was all right. Yeah. But nothing satisfied like, just like you said, taking Jesus to the world. Amen. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Oh, and you certainly have. I mean, uh, can we can we do some of the songs, just a couple of them at a time, but like, He's Still Working on Me. Uh is a classic for everybody because everybody can relate because he's always still working on us. True. How did that, how, what inspired you? For I saw still? a bumper sticker that said, be patient. God's not, not finished with yes. me yet. Yes. So that looked like a song to me. <laughs> that is so true. I wrote a Christmas song called, I will not be silent about that silent night. <laughs> Cause I saw it on a t-shirt. So yeah. Yeah. So bumper stickers and t-shirts can inspire. Oh, yeah. No, that's amazing. And and then there's um, pity the man. Now that goes way back. Who? Uh, how? You remember how okay. that came about? Uh, there was a guy running. For, we were just traveling in a Buick back then. Yeah. And there was four of us: me and Labriska and my brother, played the bass and sang. And then we had a guitar player. So uh, there was this guy running for governor of Mississippi. And he owned a radio station and said, come down here to Hattiesburg and sing for our fundraiser and we'll take care of you. And that's about the only commitment he made. But as it turned out, they didn't even feed us. And we, <laughs> <laughs> we sang a big, there. big part of the day and we, we pulled out. And we could still smell that barbecue. Oh. And so Lebriska said, honey, I've got to have some of that barbecue if we have to pay for it. I mean, well, you know, we'd come over there and do them a favor, and they were going to take care of us. But anyway, we pulled back in, and, oh, they were very po apologetic, and uh, they gave us all the barbecue chicken we wanted. Okay, praise yeah. God. There's a good, happy ending and to this. we started off down the 
in the highway and I heard my brother talking to the guitar player and I was just about to doze off and he said you know I feel sorry for people that don't live for God because they're missing so many good things in life and I said pity the man you know so in five minutes I was singing that chorus that the Lord just handed it to me he let me hold the pen yes sir whoa whoa I love it I love it I want I was just going to ask a couple of times but I got to know one more that I've said the first time I heard it, uh, I was a PTL singer, and Bob and Jeannie Johnson were singing, Let's Have a Revival, from the pulpit to the pew. Now, I think Mike Perky w- was on TV doing it, but I'd first heard Bob and Jeannie. How does Let's Have a other than Let's Have a Revival, sure. is there a story behind that song? Well, you know, we are <laughs> Christian people are always looking for revival. And, yes. Uh, uh, J.T. Guyton, you know, texted me the other day about this revival they're in. And yeah. Had a lot of people saved. And so, um, I mean, we hunger for revival. Amen. It's, uh, we it's, should. It's life. We and need more. There's so many people that are going other directions and not serving God. So, um, I just... It just happened. Yeah. yeah. It, no. It just birthed in my spirit. I wish something would just happen like that for me. <laughs> I'll tell you. You know, we got to get back to we get Sometimes we get too fancy and too whatever, you know, so depending on modern technology or, you know, new ways of, of reaching people that we forget to come back to the roots of revival. As a matter of fact, that's more radical. I read the other day where the word radish and radical come from the same word Mean, meaning root, meaning yeah. basics. And it's time for radical revival. Get back to the basics. Amen. And uh, so I love that is an anthem for every evangelist for sure. And uh, I, I never sung it, but I, I sang, I did sing it, but not as a solo with Bob and Jeannie quite a bit. And uh, you know Bob and Jeannie Johnson, oh, of course. Jeannie, oh, just a sweet, queen. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Now, speaking of queens, you've got one right here. Got my wife, Christy. Yes, sir. We have had, we've been married five years. We're very much in love. Oh, that's and, always good. Um, <laughs> I, I lost my companion to uh, cancer. Yes, sir. Long about the time she lost her mother to cancer. Wow. And so we comforted one another. And I asked the right question. I got the right answer. <laughs> Now, where are you born, raised? Where are you from? Are Greenville, you? South Carolina. So you are a Southerner too. Yes, That's good. Yes. I love these Southerners. Yes, Greenville, South. And how did y'all meet? Did you know each other from before? Because mm-hmm. I mean, you've yes. traveled the world, so of course you're going to bump into each other. Because were, were you with a, a group? Well, you tell me. <laughs> well, how y'all met? My dad was Hold a up Baptist minister. Baptist, all yes. right. It's okay. And we sang. <laughs> A lot for the local. My wife was Baptist. Oh, <laughs> okay. We're a Baptocostal uh, couple now, so but go ahead. So in the 70s, we were asked to open for a group, the Hemp Hills, and we <laughs> became fast family friends and stayed in touch during the year, through the years. And yeah. And so he asked the right question, and you gave the right answer. Or what, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah, that's it. But you got the right answer. Uh, got the right answer for sure. And y'all blend so good, sound so good together. Thank and, you. of course, we know of um, your daughter, Candy, 
I got to meet her years ago when I was a PTL singer. She'd come around right. there and yeah. hang out with the gang. She was so cool and still is. They, Her and her husband have a church here in Nashville, right? The bridge. True. Now, how do we get some of your music now? Do we figure it out? Do you have a website? Do we have a... They go to Amazon and type in any of these songs that they like and... They, they can do that, yes. Yes, sir. They can do it with Amazon. Um, or iTunes. We, or we have a, a website. Yeah. But right. We're still working on the website. You're still <laughs> working on it. Uh, <laughs> but I bet if they type in or Google Joel Hemphill, or I, as I did, uh -huh. uh, you can find out how to get anything right. they want to right. for sure. Uh, I hate to make you, let y'all go over there because I want to ask so many more questions. Uh, uh, there's just uh, so much. But you got from the Buick to a bus eventually. Right. So you were on a, a matter of fact, speaking of buses, yes, you have a lot of buses, actually. <laughs> but that's another story. The traveling on the bus, JT said to tell you, I'll tell you a JT story. You got to tell me about the runaway bus. Because right. JT, I think he's told you this, but just recently in his revival, he was right here on the show just this week. JT was here. Yeah. And a uh, lady was healed, was deaf. And was asked not to sing in the choir anymore in a nice way because she couldn't hear herself. She could not keep tune anymore. And uh, uh, she was healed in that revival. Wow. And they said the true test would be if she could sing on pitch. And she sang your song, uh, Consider the Lilies, in perfect. I think it was Consider the Lilies. Wow. But a Joel Hemphill song. In perfect pitch, perfect. And so she's back in the choir in her church again, yeah, I believe. But yeah. but uh, she was healed, and the first thing she sang was one of your songs. And uh, that's awesome. But now you need to tell me, because every day we have what we call the joke of the day, and I've got to hear something funny about your runaway bus. Hopefully it turned out good. Oh, well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A uh, preacher friend of mine had a bus. Yes. As we did. Yes, sir. And he was... Uh, he took sick with, with uh, serious kidney problems. Okay. Well, he lived in a subdivision, and he had his bus parked out on the street. So I said, is there anything I can do for you while I'm here? And me and my two boys went over to visit him, pray with him. And um, he said, well, if you don't mind, take that old bus over to your lot and keep it till I get better. And I said, okay, I'll do that. So I got in it and put it out of gear, which you're supposed to do with most Silver Eagles and, you know, modern buses, but this was not a modern bus. <laughs> and so when I pulled the, the, the lever and brought it into neutral, there were no brakes. The air hadn't been built up. The motor had never cranked. And I started off down the hill over here in Nashville close to out, out, uh, Dickerson Road. Yeah. And um, Trent, my son, was standing up in the stairwell here with the, his hand on the handle, and he sized it up real quick. <laughs> There's houses all down this side. Yeah. Woods all down this side. Yeah. And a big, deep canal at the end. Mm-hmm. And so he sized it up, and all he said was, Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> and he opened the door and bailed out and left me with it. Oh. And I, I was not going in that canal. No. So I, 
So I took the woods. The woods, yes, sir. And uh, got That's myself what I stopped. Done. Yes, sir. Anyway, <laughs> it, it brought the preacher up out of bed. I bet. When I came back by his house, he was waving <laughs> <laughs> and smiling. Oh, yeah, and smiling. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's funny that JT told me to ask you about that because he almost hit me just while he was here. He got out of his car and left his, I'm going to tell everybody, JT, he got out of his car and left his car in reverse, and it was heading towards my car. And, uh, and we live on a hill where there's a lake behind us. <laughs> he could just see us going down into the lake. You know, all he had to do is nudge me a little bit. And he, I've never seen JT run so fast as he got back in that car and put it in park. <laughs> it's funny he brought that story up. He said something about a goat. You, you want to talk about oh, the yeah, goat? Oh, we, yeah, we had. That's we, not Tom Brady, right? The greatest quarterback of all time. No. Okay. We, uh, we love uh, animals. Yes. Don't have too many right now, but cats. But anyway, we had, we've had llamas. We raised a baby uh, lion to be a grown big lion with You're a You're kidding me. Oh, yeah. Whoa. We bought him from the Como Zoo in St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. And uh, we convinced him that we could take care of the lion, and so we bought him. Uh, wow. But uh, They must eat a lot. Oh, they do. Oh, my goodness. Just that bill and alone. If I was at home, I cooked chicken for him every day in a yeah. big pot and poured it over dog food, gravy train. <laughs> and, uh, That's and how you do a line. to do huh? the rest. Yeah. But um, let's see. what, what we You had, had a goat? Is that, oh, uh, oh, yes. Is that we one of the goats, animals? Uh, yeah, we had a goat. We're thinking about that. Is that a good thing? Yeah. Yeah? And we had... Uh, 37 goats at one time. Well, we're not thinking of that many. And one, one, uh, <laughs> that sounds bad. One of the mothers Sorry. had a baby, cold, snowy morning in Nashville, and we were headed out to Washington, D.C. to sing for Congress Whoa. at the Cannon Office Building. Wow. And so what we're going to do with this baby goat, his mother's rejected him. And so all we could do was just get a bottle and take him with us on on the bus. Well, Lavriska panicked. She said, what we're going to do with the goat on the bus? I said, what about, yeah. the, what about the smell? <laughs> exactly. I said, well, he'll have to get used to it. That's all I know. <laughs> that is great. And we took a goat to Washington. No, now, you I, did not. I don't know how many goats have been to Washington, but I know one named well. George. <laughs> That went to Washington. There you go. And, uh, I think we got one in the White House now. No, I, it was too easy. I shouldn't have, that shouldn't do that. Oh, I, I was too setting easy. you up for you, that. You were, and I just can't do it because uh, it's not right. <laughs> but we've had a lot of old goats in in Washington. There are a few there still. Yes. But uh, I'm glad y'all are here. Are Y'all are still traveling when you can? Are you taking dates that churches want well, you to come? Um, we're hoping to, but we, you know, canceled some things when this COVID Well, came. COVID, yes, sir. And so we've been a little bit slow to start back. Yeah. And uh, Christy. I don't blame you. Christy is a very uh, uh, highly intelligent computer person. Yeah. And she has a, uh, actually a full-time job that she does from our home. She, yeah. 
She has her office set up. And so we can get away some, but yeah. not as much as if she wasn't I see. working. I see. Are, are y'all, maybe I'm imagining this, or maybe I want this to happen. <laughs> are y'all doing any concerts online or any kind of uh, things like that? that. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen one. That's why I, yeah. I thought of that. You should do more. Um, we all want to hear y'all more and more and more. Thank you. Buddy. And uh, you have a new album, or you've got one coming, or what's what's uh, as far as projects going? No, we still just have a whole <laughs> load of a whole load. But are you writing? Is really what I want to ask. Well, not too much. Too I, much. Uh, I've, I've written books. Yes, sir. Started writing books. Yeah. Writing books about the father. About the father. You find a lot of books about Jesus, and that's that's wonderful. Yes. And we need to know all we can about him. But he said, this is life eternal that they might know thee, yes, the sir. only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. So he's our Messiah. He's our Messiah. Yes, sir. And he's Amen. our high priest. Yes, sir. Forever. Forever. Uh, I think that's what uh, Hebrews says, that he's a high priest it does. forever. Yes, sir. And he's highly exalted. Yes, sir. With the only name whereby we can be saved. It is. Uh, Jesus. Yes. Amen. But we want to give glory to the Father as well. Yes. You know, and not forget about him. And I, I've, uh, I've been guilty of it. And I've found that some other people have been guilty of it. No, it's true. It's true. And, and you got criticized for some, some of that. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm glad you brought it up. And I don't want to go into that part of it. But uh, it's true that Jesus himself prayed to the Father. That's right. You know, and so that if, if it's Jesus, 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 which I believe it is all about Jesus. He, it, you know, he is our Messiah. Yes. But like you're saying, he prayed to the Father. We need to pray to the Father in Jesus' name. That is it. That's exactly the path or the, the protocol right. that Jesus used. So who right. are we to? to John sixteen twenty three. Yes, sir. Ask the Father in my name, and whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, He yes. will give it you. Come on now. See, I, I never understood the criticism part because it just makes sense to me. It's kind of the, really the way I was raised. But, you know, I guess there's those that want to. Uh, Jim Baker, who I was with for 10 years. <laughs> so I know criticism firsthand. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I know attacks, but Jim would always say it's those that are on the front line that get the arrows, they, they get the bullets. And so. Stay on the front line, brother. Well, thank you. Stay, stay doing that, and uh, for sure. Uh, one more thing. So, uh, was was going to ask you about. So, in the future, you you may go back out on the road some more and more. We and, want to do some yeah. things, yeah. And, and please write some more books and write some more all, songs. Yeah, I think we're all going to have to kind of wait and see what this COVID does, though. You know, for sure. Uh, who was it canceled there? A secular artist. Yeah. Just canceled a big. Yeah. Thing because well, of the COVID, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're starting and, to do that. Yeah. And then a lot of churches are moving out in tents. Getting. We're going back to the tent days. I don't mind that. That no, was some good times no, when I was a kid. Time. I got saved under a tent. I went forward to what they used to call the sawdust trail. And I put my knees into that sawdust and gave my life to Jesus at nine. I beat you by wow. one year. <laughs> I was nine years old. But uh, I believe, like this song. Now, is this a newer song? I don't remember this one, but I don't know everything about everything. But Revival's on its way. There was a church in Nashville yeah. that uh, 
St. Bartholomew's Episcopal Church. All right. That decided that they had too much formality and they wanted to get busy and sing and pray and preach the glory down. Come on. And I mean, it literally revival. You can look back in the Tennessean and find this. In the Episcopal but, Church. Because it happened. And hundreds received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Oh, come on now. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, uh, they stayed together, the, the ones that did and those that didn't, for years. But finally, there came a separation point. But hundreds received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Whew. Well, hey, when I saw this in the Tennessean, I yep. said, Lord, there must be a revival on its way, you know? Yes. And I believe it is. I, I believe think. it, brother. Yeah. I haven't given up. No. Some, some folks are talking about now, uh, well, when the Lord returns, it's going to be a bad situation. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be. But I believe. My Bible says that in the last days he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. That we're going to be in the middle of a revival. Because he's not coming for a sad, depressed church. He's coming for a church with... You got me preaching, sorry. <laughs> coming for a church without spot or wrinkle. And that, I believe with all my heart this song you're going to sing. I haven't heard it yet and I can't wait to hear it. Y'all get ready and, and sing. And uh, thank you so much. Yes, thank sir. you thank so you. much for, for that. Oh my goodness, for that interview. I love it. Oh, I was going on to my picture, but I guess I'll I'll stay wide. All right. I am so, so, so glad that, that uh, Joel and Christy are here, and I hope they'll check in with us and, and be regulars every couple of months or so. Or I'd have them every week if they could, but uh, I just, I love it. I love it. I love the fact that um, they're still on the front line for him. I mean, there's probably some things, you know, the the criticism that he took a year or so ago, uh, losing his wife so many years. But he he's like me. I'm telling you, don't try to knock a good man down because they'll come back even stronger. And uh, and definitely wife, as far as wife material, you did really well there. So that that's ins- inspirational. But. Uh, but as far as just writing the books and writing the songs and out there singing and, and this COVID, I believe, thing is going to be over. Mm. You know what? The best vaccine you can take, and I'm, I'm not pro or con vaccine. I've took, I took the vaccine, and I had COVID. So I've got antibodies and a vaccine. I'm like Superman. Ain't gonna, nothing going to take me down. <laughs> and the blood of Jesus. Come on. Yeah. So, you know, that's what got me through the COVID anyway. They told me. Joel, they told me that I'd be in the hospital on a ventilator because I have a bout with blood sugar issues. I have an autoimmune system thingy. I don't claim it. It's really not mine. But uh, I take medication. I'm a, if you couldn't tell, I'm a little overweight. I'm not fat. I just have an expanding ministry. Anyway, and so <laughs> I, I just uh, <laughs> uh, I know that it's Jesus that is our healer and Jesus. But, you know, when it when it comes to going through the toughest of times, I've been trying to say this. All, all day, you know, they put a, a needle in my arm and it was sore for a couple of days. But there's nothing sharper than the word of God. It's a two-edged sword that, that rightly divides the word of truth. You need this word in this. We've all been through storms in life and we hear about the horrible things happening in our world every day. 
we almost get used to it, get jaded to the things that are happening around us. But we've got to be vigilant. We've got to stay alerted to what's happening every day. We must pray. We must vote when we have the opportunity. We must seek God's face. We must fast when he calls us. We hear so many false words. We definitely need to keep the word of the Lord, the the real vaccine, come on, on our lips and in our hearts and, and shot inside of us. The prophet even said, eat the book so you can consume it and digest it now more than ever. The power of the word is bigger than any of the devil's schemes. It's the real vaccine. So come on, keep the faith. Take that vaccine for sure. Because I believe like Brother Joel and Sister Christy believe, revival is on its way. Do it. Come on now. Pick up the morning paper. Read about a big church in our town That laid aside formality Set out to pray and sing the glory down Such a mighty move from heaven The pictures and the story did convey I said, God, I do believe A Holy Ghost revival's on its way I really do believe a Holy Ghost revival's on its way. Come on, come on. The land of rain from heaven, refreshing every thirsty soul praise. Salvation, restoration, healing for the hurting in our day. I really do believe that a Holy Ghost revival's on its way. I know this is the time when everywhere people must begin. Lifting hands to heaven, asking God for power over sin. With worship, prayer, and praise, we'll take back what the thief stole away. Standing on the word of God that a Holy Ghost revival's on its way.
just a holy ghost to miles on its way. The song I like that. I'm gonna record that song. I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna put in a mechanical license request. All That's right. going on my next album. Come on, I believe it. Revival on its way. They're gonna do another. They're gonna do a classic. This is gonna be just a great way to for the the finishing of this program. But I pray, I pray you receive something from the Lord. That's what this ministry is all about. I haven't done an offering yet, and I just want to do a quick one because I don't want to take too much time. But I, uh, I believe that Jesus is the answer for this world today. That's why I say it every day. And I don't think it gets said enough so, around this world. So I want to stay not only on TV, on social media. Uh, people listen on every platform possible on podcasts. Uh, I, I'm going out to Kansas. I'll be in Topeka, Kansas, August 22nd at Family of God Church. Uh, the night before, I'll be at the United Methodist Church on the 21st. On the 20th, I'll be in Bonner Springs, Kansas. This month, I'm going out. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Now that i got all the antibodies and the vaccine and everything, I'm going to go try it. And uh, I really, I, all you need is Jesus. That's all I really needed oh, anyway. Amen. But uh, I'm going to take Jesus. But I'm, I'm going, we're going to Ethiopia in the fall. I just talked to uh, my dad today who has that ministry out there. And... Uh, not only, they were disappointed that I didn't get to go this summer, but they, even more churches now, want us to be there. So I could be there for months and months in Ethiopia alone. But my goal in this ministry, what we do every day, it's more than a goal, it's, it, it's a reality, is to tell people that Jesus is the answer for this whole world in every situation. You would think, I know revival's on the way, and I am claiming it, but you would think there'd be churches with revivals, revivals after, yeah. w when you're coming through a pandemic and the only answer is Jesus, why are not more preachers preaching revival and, and healing? And But I don't want to get on the preachers. I just know <laughs> that the whole body of Christ needs to rise up like never before. Amen. And because, I, I love this song. Before you even sing it, it's ministering to me. I plead the blood of Jesus. I claim the blood of Jesus over my life, over your life. If you don't know the power that's in the blood, one of the other great songs is there's power in the blood and the blood will never lose its power. And I think in all the, the history, we'll find out that the top 10 blood songs, this is one of them too. I claim the blood and I want you to claim the blood. Yes, help us. Help us. Pray about what you can do. Don't do what I say. I can give you dollar amounts. I got gifts I can send you. We talk about that every day. We can do that on another day. But most of all, most of all, do as the Lord says. Give in ministries that are producing fruit. And I'm here to tell you without hesitation, this is one of those. People are saved and healed all the time in this ministry. That's what we want to do. Second of all, Plead the blood over this country, over our president, over all of our leaders, over all of our pastoral leaders and all the ministries of this nation. We need that radical revival that we've been talking about. Claim the blood for your situation too. Thirdly, whatever you're going through right now, claim the blood for your healing. He's a healer. Claim the blood for your family to be restored. He's a restorer. Claim the blood over whatever situation. Maybe it's financial. Claim the blood for he's a God who's a God who is more than enough. That's what El Shaddai means. He's a God who is more, not just enough, 
but more than enough. That's the God that we serve. Claim the blood today. Claim the blood. And uh, I'm not even going to do the normal outro song and all that jazz stuff. If you want to give to us, we are P.O. Box 222 Pleasant View. See, I'm a songwriter too. I had to do it that way. P.O. Box 222 Pleasant View, Tennessee. 37146 or call us at 844-47-KEVIN. And uh, so the announcer is not going to say it. I'm going to say it now so we can just end with this great blood song. And uh, if you, the easiest way is to go to our website, kevinshory.com, and you can help us. Help us monthly or help us with a one-time gift. No matter what you do to help us, I'm going to send you a gift. But the greatest gift that you receive in giving to us is knowing you are investing in souls. You are investing for healing and a, and a revival message for this nation and around the world. I think even greater. I've been to Ethiopia already. Brother Joel, it's a, mostly a Christian nation. Yeah. I don't know that I can say that about this nation. You know, I don't think we're mostly. I think there's a great remnant here. There is revivals. But we need more and more and more Jesus in this nation. So we're going out and I I pray the blood of Jesus over you and the stripes that were laid upon his back for your healing. And uh, remember, he brought out a great point of prayer. I think I'll talk about this maybe next week some. Very important that we talk to the Father in the name of Jesus. For it is God the Father who really, really loves us and sent his Son to die for us. It's all about really the Father in Jesus' name. So maybe I'll talk more about that. You've inspired me so much today in so many ways. Thank you for being here. I hope it's not the last time. I'm going to go out with this word. We claim the blood. Jesus is the answer for this world today. One more time, Joel and Christy Hemphill. Put your hands together. Shout where you are. Come on. Here they are for this great song. If I can find it. Yeah.
Say.